Hey guys, thank you so much for downloading the episode. This time we are talking about all the new that's coming this year for 2018. Engagements, babies, pregnancies, all kinds of fun stuff. Also, Trashy TV is back and we're all in on the Trashy TV. So we dissect four or five shows that we're really looking forward to indulging in, as well as our criticisms of it, of course. Also, we're trying to figure out a second segment for our second show. So we're wondering if maybe you should be sending us ugly and awkward moments. We're thinking about it. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. I look like I have a blowhole on my face. Paula. Let the pill popping begin. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. This is episode 241, same week. This is our second show on Wednesday. Ugh, ugh. <laughs> Hello, we're doing two shows a week. This is our first, second show of 2018. I'm excited about this. I can tell. <laughs> I know, I know. You, you were laughing at me earlier about it. I don't know why. I just like that we're kind of upping the ante for ourselves. So like a little bit of a challenge. We're trying to uh, swim in uh, deeper waters. <laughs> I can treadmill. I or treadmill. I can tread. <laughs> I can. <laughs> I meant I can tread water. I can tread water for a really long time. So we can go in the deeper water. Is All what right. I meant to say. I don't know. It was a horrible analogy. It did not work. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to the Ugly Truth. I'm Jamie. This is my sister Paula. Okay. As you know, um, not getting into too deep of of our life, but our mother does not celebrate Christmas. And she knows that we all do. And so she does this thing where we literally don't hear from her. And from Thanksgiving until New Year's Day, she literally does not call or reach out to us. It is her thing. It's fine. We've all come to peace with it. It's cool. But you can guarantee that you will get a phone call or an email on January 1 or 2 if she's feeling like you probably didn't get a hangover. A week ago or that day, she called and said, and it was like 830 in the morning. And she's like, I just wanted to let you know that um, I'm having surgery uh, on, today, actually. And uh, I just wanted to, you know, let you know, I, could you please just let your sisters know? Sometimes she does that thing where she's like, you know, I know that no one ever reaches out to me regularly. So I just wanted to let <laughs> one of you know that I will be having general anesthesia. So should anything happen, Paul will reach out to you and let you know that I've died or something. Yeah. And I said, all right, well, thanks for letting me know, because sometimes she'll do a bunch of stuff and we won't hear anything. So uh, she was telling me about that. So that call was like a week ago. And then uh, it, everything's back in session and um, I'm still in bed because it's early and my phone rings and it's our mom. And I'm like, oh, maybe today was the surgery and this is Paul calling me on mom's phone. So I answer it and I'm all, <coughs> hello, trying to not sound like I was sleeping. Yeah. Like a normal person would be. Hello? I'm just like, hello. <laughs> yeah. You know how you do that thing where you're tight, where you're dead asleep or you're just barely awake and coherent and the phone rings. And you're like, okay, it's, it's seven in the morning. So I've got to act like I've been awake for hours. <laughs> hello? Yes. I'm fine. <laughs> oh, did yeah. I catch you sleeping? No. No. I'm awake. Of awake course I'm awake. I'm on my second cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
so I get the phone call. I'm like, hello? And it's dead silent. I'm like, hello? And now I'm alarmed. I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, hello? <laughs> She's all, Jamie? And I'm like, yes, you called me? She's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> She's like, I was trying to get your phone number so Paul could put it in his phone. And I hit I, and it called you. And I went, oh. So she butt dialed me trying to get information to give to her husband in in the in the pre- preparation of that he will have to contact me post surgery. You think after all these years he would have had your phone number? Hey, listen, when our mom was stuck in Florida during Hurricane Irma, a month later, I ch- I go into LinkedIn because I hate LinkedIn. It's to me, it's just a monster of a website. He's stalking I go in there me. <laughs> and I go onto LinkedIn. And I had a month-old email from Paul saying, hey, Jamie, I just wanted to let you know that your mom's okay. And I'm like, what? He sent it on LinkedIn? Yes. And I went, okay. You know, I realize that not everyone is dialed into, you know, technology. I'm, I'm, I'm reluctantly technologically able to do things. But, you know, really, I just... Our mother text messages. So I know that it's possible. People can do it. So she's like, Jamie, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to butt dial you. So, of course, she's like, so uh, how you doing? I'm like, well, I'm I'm fine. How are you? And she's like, oh, I'm just preparing for the surgery. And I said, oh, I understand. So somehow we get into this 15-minute discussion about medical things. And she's telling me about all the prep that she has to do for her surgery. She literally has to, like, practically bathe in Hibiclens. Remember that stuff? What? That you, you know what Hippocleanse is, right? No. It's this pink soap that doctors used to only have, and now you can actually buy it for like wound care and stuff. And so you have to like wash your leg because it's on her ankle. So she has to wash her leg in Hippocleanse. Then she has to go to bed in clean sheets, clean clothes. And she has to wake up in the morning and wash herself again in this Hippocleanse and put on new clean clothes. What the hell? I know. It's crazy. I go, why do you have to do all the work for them? Like, why can't they just knock you out and then just, you know, soap you down when you're sleeping? Like, to me, that would be the most efficient way to do it. Yeah. But, you know, they're cutting out the middleman, apparently. I don't know. So she's like, well, you know, just trying to avoid, you know, infection. And I said, well, Jesus, where do they think you're from? Like, what? <laughs> right? God, I mean, this is not a third world country. You don't sleep on a dirt floor, mother. I mean, my God. I mean, like, I don't know, but I'm doing it. I'm like, well, yes, please do it. You're, are you going to an actual surgeon? I mean, where is this place? Right. Jeez. It's in Sacramento. (laughs) Really? So then I don't even know how we got on the subject, but apparently Paul, our stepfather, has a herniated navel, much like I had for many years. And he's had it for a while. And doctor, their doctor was like, listen, you have to get this fixed. It only gets bigger. And then pretty soon your intestines fall into the hole. And then you're in deep shit. And I told mom, like, yeah, no kidding. Do you not recall that they had to remove intestines of mine? Mm-hmm. Like literally remove small intestines. I had to have a resection. It's not fun. And it's incredibly painful. And so she goes, yes. So we went. Okay. So then she goes. We, well, we went to, he's he's a fantastic doctor. And then here's the thing about her mom. She's white. She's Scottish and Swedish. That's what she is. She's nothing else. Somebody needs to tell her that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure think she thinks she's Jewish, but I'm not really sure <laughs> how that happened. Or Mexican. But, it could, 
you know, depends. depending on the day, but depends. for the most part, she is the epitome of either a Jewish mother or a Catholic one, depending on what she's thinking at the time. <laughs> so she goes, fantastic doctor. He's in Sutter for Paul. And I said, okay. She goes, his name is Dr. Brashear. And she goes, Jamie, he's Jewish. And I was like, <laughs> okay. she goes, he's, he's fabulous. And I said, all right. And she goes, his office, a museum, many works of art, beautiful. And I said, what, who are you? Like, what, what is it? Why are we talking in fragmented sentences? <laughs> and I said, I, and I, I was telling Daryl, I go, I swear to God, if I had been a single Jewess, are you allowed to say that word? Is that a Jew. bad word, Jewess? Jewish? I, Jewess, like a girl, a female Jewish woman. I don't know. But anyway, if I had been a single woman of the Jewish faith and this man was single, you would think that she was trying to set me up with this yeah, Jewish doctor. Really? And I was like, well, mom, that's great. I'm so glad that he has an excellent doctor for this surgery. Great. But anyway, she does catch herself, though, when she says things like that. And I told Daryl, I said, you know, for years, I thought it was my dad that gave me that stereotypical sense of humor when it came to people. I'm starting to question that. Yeah. I'm starting to wonder if maybe it wasn't my mom, too. I, like, I wasn't offended or anything like that. It just made me laugh. Because especially coming from our mom, she's like, well, he's Jewish. Uh-huh. And she always gets this weird accent when she talks about it, too. That's what cracks me up about <laughs> the whole thing. She does the same thing when she's talking about her mother-in-law and when they're <laughs> making food. And, yes. you know, she suddenly gets this... It's not even Mexican. I don't even know. It's what not it a is. Latin. It's not a Hispanic accent, but she definitely puts the spin on it. Well, it's a Scottish it's, accent. She actually. she kind of puckers her lips and starts mm-hmm. talking, and I'm just like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> She's like the Lindsay Lohan of mothers, basically. She changes it, or Madonna. She's like Madonna. She suddenly, suddenly develops gives herself an English a lip accent, job and you know, <laughs> gets an English accent, for which some is reason. funny because mom doesn't even have lips. No. You know what? I wonder what our mom would look like if she had lip injections. Our probably mom? Did. Yeah. Our mom? Yes, our mom. Well, probably like a balloon because you know she'd be allergic to them. Oh, she'd have some kind of allergic reaction. She's like, Jamie, I did it and now I she'd look like, horrible. I'm going to kill well, you. I've taken some Benadryl. I'm hoping it will go away. <laughs> no, mom, the Benadryl's still stuck to your lip. You didn't get it inside. <laughs> mom, it's stuck to the gloss. You gotta push it in. I look like I have a blowhole on my face. Get it in there. <laughs> you can do it. I know you can do it. God. It's so true, and then though. Paul would be like, you know, man, one time <laughs> when I had to go to the dentist... Oh, my God. Some some story. Some story to make it about him. It's so true. Jeez. Family. Anyway, so anyway, should our mother not make it? Should (laughs) not make it through the ankle surgery. We'll we'll be sure to get a random uh, email on our LinkedIn (laughs) that our mom has deceased. I guess I should check that. We might need to check it. Turn on our notifications for a few hours just to make sure that... All is well. Although, you know, I have heard nothing yet. And so no news is good news as far as I'm concerned. That's good. So anyway. So on a lighter note. Yes. Exciting new shows coming to TLC. Yes. So I wanted to tell you that one of the things that I like to do is watch. Well, you do too. We like watching crappy shows. Now, TLC, which I call the little carnival. (laughs) 
always has literally the worst possible. It's like, I want to sit in that room and find out where they come up with these ideas of how they're going to make this a show. Those people, those producers and everything, they have no souls. Like they They don't no souls. I don't. I mean, they have they have exploited literally every single niched group of people somehow and made money off of it it's insane what they do i and they make it truly seem like it's okay yeah because they put dun, 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 behind it and we're supposed to think it's cute you know but they're awful awful people thanks for you know giving us that horrible woman and her children the pageant pre- person mama june and oh, all those I thought horrible you were people talking about kate gosland well, I know how much you just love the fact that she exists. She's like Mother Dearest. <laughs> Mommy Dearest. God, she kind of is, isn't she? With her blonde streaked hair. But now she has extensions. No more of the porcupine hair. Although I've got to tell you, I see that haircut all the time still. And you know what? She doesn't have a man. <laughs> not just one that saying. anybody will, will listen. If she does, they're not admitting it. So what does that tell you? I don't know. She could be boinking her security guard. That's, you know. That's the rumor. The rumor was. Yes. All right. So one, two, three, four new shows that I'm curious about. And you and I can either divvy it up or we can just randomly try to watch them all. You know, watch each one. The first one's the one that I'm the most excited about because you and I are ridiculously OCD about popping zits. Oh, my God. What is it? Dr. Pimple Popper, she's got her own show. It starts, I think, in a week. It's called This Is Zit. (laughs) This is it. I am so excited about this show. I cannot wait. I'm all in. I said I'm all in. Oh, for sure. I can't wait. I am going to DVR the crap out of this. It's a fascination. Super fascinating. I, I just, and I'm like, I. I feel like I could do this. Like, I feel like I could do this. And I the do reason, it. I know, but she performs serious surgeries. Like, some of those lymphomas are deep. Oh, see, I don't like the lymphomas. They end up I looking do. like, just when they come out, they look like a chicken breast. They do look, you know, sometimes they do. Um, I watched one the other day where he had a calcified lipoma Ooh. on his arm. And it was so solid, she couldn't, like, just, she couldn't pop it out because it was, like, fused to muscle and stuff. So, and the person was actually under a general. She, this was not one of the ones where she's being chit-chatty. So, she actually put a needle through the cyst that had calcified, and it was, like, literally rolling around in, in the area, in the socket in which it had developed. And she had to, like, literally cut that thing out hardcore. Interesting, interesting stuff. Anyway, I'm excited I don't know how much they're going to show on TLC, but luckily we still have her YouTube channel should we need to get down and dirty. But well, TLC shows some pretty hardcore stuff. I mean, yeah, the only thing I've never seen them show is obviously births because that shows genitals. But other than that, I, I you're right. They, they're not they're not queasy about showing graphic this will be things. interesting. Yeah. Uh. So I'm excited about that one the most. This one. I mean, I'm going to watch it because I know that there's going to be a lot of 20-something girls who are going to be all in on it, and so I kind of want to know about it. It's called Haley Ever After. 
She's a wedding planner who basically becomes the bride's best friend, helps them with their dress, helps them with the planning, and it's all in Manhattan. She's adorable. You know, this cute little blonde woman who, you know. So it's kind of, I think they're kind of getting away from the say yes to the dress stuff, and they're getting to more of a personalized, like, uh, view, point of view. So she's kind of like the wedding planner. So I'm kind of curious about it. I... I personally am not big on the big, huge, extravagant weddings, but I definitely like looking at the pictures of those weddings. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting. Plus, you know, you know, there's going to be some terrible bridezillas on that show. And I that know. always makes me, you, that makes me happy. You know how I feel about weddings. I know. So I know you won't be watching I mean, the it. fact that I even was amused by Say Yes to the Dress was, in, I mean, it baffled my mind. It's because of the family dynamic. That's the part that's interesting. It's not the whole dress thing. It's the fact that someone's soon-to-be mother-in-law is like, I don't think that dress is for you. <laughs> well, you and know? I liked and, the, and the bride the, trying to act like, okay. <laughs> I liked the, um, but I don't, the one I liked, I don't think was in New York. I liked the one with the little gay oh, guy with glasses. And I think it was Atlanta. The little that's blonde. Yeah. That's the one that yes. I liked. Yeah, because those Southern girls, man, they go oh, all out. Oh, man. That is so And they have, funny. like, 20 bridesmaids. Always. Always. <laughs> yeah. It's like a big town function. And those weddings, they really put out for, like, you they know, do. big bucks. They're, their dads, those, those little Southern girls, their daddies just, I mean... They just do everything They're like, to make what that budget thing. do we have, Dad? What kind of budget? Well, let's just try and keep it under 10000 And I'm like, are you <laughs> joking me? I can't even imagine having a $10,000 dress. I, That's crazy. I wouldn't want a $10,000 dress. I'd want to, like, buy a car. How many times have you seen on that show where they put on a dress, like, well, this is a bit over your budget, but I just kind of wanted to see, I wanted you to see this is what you actually want. And it's over your budget, yeah. you know, because all these girls think they can get what they their oh, dream dress Daddy, for a thousand dollars. Yes, what and they start crying. If that's what my princess wants, then that's I'll what sell my, my truck. Gets. Yeah, that's what my princess gets. <laughs> oh, I know. They're like, "We'll make it work, honey. We'll make it work." And then suddenly, she's in an eight thousand dollar dress at a ten thousand dollar wedding. You know, right? It's like, well, we had to cut costs somewhere. And then they're divorced <laughs> two years later. Oh, oh my God. Awesome. <laughs> That's pretty much how that goes down. It's true. Is it sick that that gives me just like a, a little bit of warmth in my heart? No, it's amazing. It's a, it's brilliant karma if you think about it. Just you know, love it. <laughs> it makes you happy. That's why you like those shows. So the Haley Ever After show, I'm curious because I'm, I'm assuming it'll be a lot of New York socialites. And watching their vapid spoiledness will make me happy because, you know, I generally, if they're terrible people, that does come through on the show, no matter what. I remember there was a show long ago about a woman who helped expectant mothers in New York. Oh, it was, I can't remember, but I loved her. And she was so sweet and great. She like, she would line them up with the best nursing, you know, instructors and decorating the, the nursery and Lamaze and getting them prepared, you know, because they were like, we know nothing about anything. We can't, we don't, we barely know how we got pregnant, you know, those kind of people. Right. But we have thousands of dollars to spend on whatever it is we need to know. And so you could tell the, the mothers that were just awful people, you know? And so I'm kind of wondering if, if that will be the twist on this is that there's going to be some truly terrible rich girls in Manhattan who just 
have no respect for anybody and they hire this girl. So it'll be interesting. I don't know. Yeah, that's romantic wedding love story crap that does. Nobody watches that. They don't want to see that. They want to see the spoiled brat. You know, everybody wants to see miserable people. (laughs) They want to see that money doesn't buy everything. So it'll be interesting. Um, But um, now here's another one. And I'm going to watch it. I'm going to hate every single person on it, which means I'm going to watch it joyously. Okay. Is it's called Seeking Sister Wife. (gasps) They're going back into the polygamy pool. I'm watching that one, too. (laughs) It's a show that follows three plural families in various phases of seeking, dating or transitioning a new sister wife into their lives. There is a polygamous couple of color. There is no uh, way there's another uh, the uh, I don't know what the other one. was. I think it's a younger just a couple with no no other wives, just the two of them. And then there's another one where they have two wives and they are the most miserable looking creatures outside of the sister wives. These two little women and they're not little women. I mean, they're women. Uh, couldn't be more miserable looking. So, so I am let's all add in. another. <laughs> yes. Let's God. add another. And of course, they're battling a weight problem. <laughs> of course. Jeez. The miserable ones are. Well, because they already have, what, like four or five children in the mix? Probably. Uh, I didn't see any kids. All adults. So it'll be interesting. Uh, but they are polygamists. All of them. So it'll be really cu- I'm so curious. I can't wait to watch it wow. and see. So because this is like polygamist the bachelor yes so i'm all in on that one i can't wait that is okay. so bizarre by the way the sister wives are returning yay i want to so know what's I, going on i know right i believe they come back in sometime this month in january i'm not sure when but i'm all you know of course i cannot wait to see the fallout of everything the train you know. wreck yeah well, let's see. They've got a gay daughter. They've got like a, two married daughters. One that's married to like <laughs> what slug? What's his? What is? What does he remind me of? Arturo? No, he looks like a turtle. He's like the sluggy job of the hut. Like um, those cartoons, like Veronica and what's his name? <gasps> the short little squatty guy with like the oh. I don't know the buck teeth and he's or maybe it's the dog <laughs> Muttley and he's like oh he does <laughs> you yes know? he does have that uh, <laughs> that right yeah I know what you mean yeah he does look like Muttley for sure uh breaking news mom just texted me okay I'm home exclamation point it went well period using crutches period uh it's been painful but I'm using the drugs we'll talk to you soon of love course. you mom she survived, everyone. And the matriarch survived. Let the pill popping begin. <laughs> let the prescriptions begin. Um, okay, so then uh, the final show that I'm curious about. You remember, uh, remember, uh, God, what was the name of that show with Stacey London and uh, my favorite? Oh, what was that guy's say, name? Not say yes to the dress, but Clinton uh, with Clinton. Yeah, I know Clinton and Stacey. Okay, so now there's a kind of a newer version of it. It's called Love at First Swipe. And it's about identifying the mistakes people make online and then transforming their style and profiles from oversexed photos to depressing status updates. These online dating profile disasters just aren't clicking. So oh. I saw I saw a so little bit. So they update people's dating profiles? 
and their their and their pictures, their looks, like everything. What was so their show's name, Jamie? It's gonna drive me nuts if I don't. I know. Get it. I can't remember. Stacy and Clinton. It was on, like I'm, uh, I'm dressed that shit. Uh, uh, Stacy trend and Clinton. People are probably yeah. What not to wear? What oh. not to wear? What That's not to wear? Thank God. I wanted remember to that go on stupid that show. show. <laughs> you want it? You want the ultimate uh, love? My mother wanted to nominate me for what not to wear she probably wanted to nominate all of us she's like jamie i think you should do it <laughs> i'm like for what I, I was like why she's like well i just think it would be really good for you and i'm like what i said what what part of my life am i walking around with my breasts hanging out or wearing too short right, clothes so like what is it with a cable knit sweater and a blazer and a and, very and you know like, you know nicely tasteful skirts that hit my ankle like what are we talking that are you know with iron pleats first of all she and has a problem with women over 30 that have short long hair okay she's always had that problem she, has a she pro- lives in the 50s she has a problem with women over the age of five that have long hair she's like jamie it's not a grown-up haircut why do you think i look like dorothy hamill when i was you know <laughs> getting my pictures done when i was like six years old it's just this weird old school mentality that women cut their hair short when they become women only girls have short have long hair so i and i refuse refused to adhere to that i've seen myself with short hair it is not pretty i mean in high school i had short hair because our mother was like you're a woman now you you long hairs for children so yeah she wanted to nominate me she's like you know and the thing with what not to wear is they always chop those people's hair always chop their hair off i think that's why she wanted me to do it probably she wanted me to be forced to cut my hair into a sensible short hairstyle and i was i refused i refused if i had gone on that show which i never would have but if i had gone on that show to be like touch one strand of my hair and see what happens it's not happening right and they would be like, well, you know, we, we did our best. She she was quite stubborn. That would have been me. Anyway, so Love at First Swipe is kind of an updated version of that. The first lady, she's a larger gal who uses her breasts to get dates. Oh. So like all of her profile photos, she's basically in a demi bra, you know, hanging out cleavage and big ass hair like Snooky. And it's just for some reason, it's just not attracting a husband like date. So they're going to fix her all up, make her look probably matronly. But uh, and then, you know, the thing is with women like that, they always go back a bit. They always revert just a bit to their thing. Hey, they're like, hey, it's my best asset. You know, well, my God, I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with showing your boobs a little bit. I'm with you. I'm, you know what? I, I'm cool. I used to be like, I need to keep them covered. You know, I don't. But I've mentioned it before. There will be a time when people will want me to keep them covered. Right now, they're really nice. I don't really have a problem showing cleavage. I'm just I really... saying. I mean, I, I can't stand, obviously, the selfies where, you know, their hand <laughs> is like up to the ceiling. And, right. you know, they're just like basically like, you know, is there a face in that picture or is it just <laughs> boobs? <laughs> it's just their lip and chin and then boob. <laughs> this is me. And, date me. And then a toilet in the background. So. Always with the toilets. Always. Well, you look, I realize that the lighting is great in bathrooms, but put the lid down at least. 
Can you please? God. Nobody wants to see the inside of your yeah, bowl. Really. Anyway, so those are the those are the four shows that are coming, and then of course Sister Wives returns. I cannot wait about all of it, yeah, all of it. Really? I, I love, I I love TLC for you know filling my brain with McDonald's like food. <laughs> it's just so great. It's my fave. Okay, so now New Year's came and went. Yes. Uh, for you and I, there ha- were there were no significant announcements outside of the fact that we're doing two shows a week which is fine by me right i woke up new year's day to a plethora of announcements from celebs what got me started actually was uh daryl's daughter who is 23 i think her friend who's 24 announced her pregnancy on instagram with a little sonogram photo holy crap yeah, and also Daryl told me that another girl she went to high school with is pregnant with her second baby. Second? I don't know. People are having babies that are super young age for some reason, at least around here. And, I mean, for me, it doesn't matter. Babies are wonderful. They're they're not accidents. They're all surprises. I don't care. If, if, if I had a child who got pregnant right now, I would be okay with it. I mean... You know, you you want them to be a little older, of course. Yeah, but I mean, what's the right what's the right age? Right. Not well, not seventeen. Well, would be nice. Uh, not seventeen, but what I'm saying in your twenties. Yeah. Right. Well, I guess it o- happens over twenty five would be ideal to me. Yeah, it would be for me too. But you know, the thing is, is that if it happens, it happens, and if you choose to go through with the pregnancy. I think it's wonderful. Whatever, you know, babies are wonderful to me. So I don't really care about the age thing. But I was like, God damn, that's two people in one day that have announced their pregnancies. And then I go on social media to kind of poke around to see, you know, if anybody ended up in jail or, you know, whatever. And there were one, two, three, three pregnancies announced on New Year's Day. Mm -hmm. The first one, America Ferreira. Oh, you're kidding me. She announced her pregnancy. Adorable. I like her, America. I've always liked her, though. I liked her in The Sisterhood of Traveling Pants. I, I've liked her in, you know, she was in something else I saw. Some Latin film. I can't remember the name of, but uh-huh. I've seen her in a couple of things. I really like her. Is she married? I can't remember. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't go that married. far. I think she, re- I don't think she's been married long, but I think, yes, I do believe she's married. Um, Misha Tate announced her pregnancy. Can you believe that? I'm happy for her. No, I am happy for her. Yeah. But she's been date. She's not been dating that guy that long. Oh, so she broke up with the guy that was her coach. Because um, her coach was her boyfriend forever. Brian and I don't know. Oh, I just yeah. Remember- no, she's only the guy that she got pregnant with. They've only been dating like three or four months. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well. Not a long time. But, you know, it's not to say that it can't work because, I mean. What? (laughs) Say it. I'll I'll admit a small tidbit. What? Victor and I had only been dating four months when I got pregnant. Right. Yeah. So, you know, here we are. You know, almost 14 years later, 13 years later that, you know. It can work out, but right. I understand. What you're I'm saying. just saying that it's it's a, it's a bit surprising. Well, the the post that she said was like, you know, basically like we know this is not expected, and it is 
you know, reserve your judgment, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you don't have to say any of that shit. Who cares? You're like 28 years old. Do whatever you want. I think it was probably because they haven't been dating very long. Yes, probably. And the little hashtag was cupcake in the oven, which I thought was so cute. Because she's the cupcake. And I just thought that was adorable. I There is very little Misha Tate can do to turn me off of her. She's one of my most favorite MMA fighters. So, and her backstory is really cool too. She has a lot of brothers, and her dad, who has passed away recently, hated that she was a tomboy. He wanted her to be a girly girl. And she just wasn't. Just wasn't. And she was better than all of her brothers at everything. And that's the thing about some of these UFC fighters is that they have this special thing, they make it look so easy. They're just ridiculously talented athletes. And she's definitely one of them. I think she's an amazing amazing athlete and then the final one i woke up to this morning and i knew you would see it already because it was just literally everywhere of course it's everywhere everything they do is everywhere (laughs) your most favorite couple of all time chip and jojo Gaines, are having baby number five and what was this is what was so funny so this morning i woke up at like 10 to 6 because you know, like I said, I'm trying to get back into the swing of things. And I woke up and I was scrolling through. I'm like, oh, my God, I almost wanted to, like, call you <laughs> at, like, 6 a.m. to tell you, like, oh, my God, did you see Joanna Gaines is pregnant with number five? The other day, uh, it was a couple weeks ago, we were watching. It was before the holidays, actually. And we were watching one of the newer Fixer Uppers. They've changed the format of the show quite a bit. And um, it is the last season. And so we were watching through some of it. And... Uh, she was saying something. She did something. And I, I said, oh, God, she's pregnant. And Daryl goes, what? I go, yeah, she's pregnant. She's hardly on the show. And when she is, she's wearing huge T-shirts. And she's always complaining about how tired she is. Mm-hmm. And they do not showcase her uh, staging the home anymore. Nothing. She's barely on the work site. And I went, oh, I bet she's sick as a dog. And that's why she's not in any of these shows. Yeah, that makes sense. Because it's all chip. And so, uh, you know, they did reformat the show, but I thought they Mm -hmm. were reformatting it. I kind of, I mean, for someone who hates the show, I kind of liked the way they did it because it seemed uh, just different. But that's probably because she was hardly on there. (laughs) Yeah, you you couldn't hate her much because the stuff she was in, it was very quick. Like uh, they would go to their warehouse, they'd pick out a couple of things. And then Chip basically was carrying the show and they showed a lot of the renovation and just not as much as normally with her. So it was really interesting. And their kids aren't on it at all, at all, which is another thing I found interesting. They don't go, they don't go to their kids ever. So I'm sure it has a lot to do with how big they are. It's, it's an intrusion and they have four children and they're, I think the oldest is 12. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so they they confirmed the pregnancy this last night, I think, or this morning or they like live tweeted it or something. And they said this was one of the reasons why they're ending the show is that they need she needs to focus on this litter of children that they have, because that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, five kids. Jeez. I mean, they can afford it and they have a farm and it's amazing. But I can't imagine them trying to do a show with a newborn and all that stuff so yeah really i mean it's nothing i would want to do hell no and they don't seem like the type of people to do nannies or anything like that i would agree with you completely on that if i had to guess and so she seems pretty hands-on with her kids it seems good that Mm -hmm. they'll probably still do what they do but 
probably just, well, the sh- not, yeah, not, just not for a while but yeah no no tv which is good because uh i don't know please tell me you've at least perused the things they have at target i haven't seen the, anything the joanna Gaines stuff no uh, what do they call it? What's the name of their silos? Oh, it's something hearth and hand or something like that. Okay, so Daryl and I, now we joke about it because we know how much you hate it. <laughs> so whenever we go anywhere and we see Joanna Gaines anything, I'm like, oh my God, I should buy this for Paula. She would love it. And so we joke about it all the time now because it's so funny how much you, there's just the venom is just so hilarious to me. And so uh, we were walking through Target and, you know, we have collected a lot of corks in our 20 years together. And so yeah, we I mean, have, it's like what you guys are known for now. Right. Uh, but I told mom, I said, enough with the corks. OK, don't buy me any corks. Don't don't you know, nothing. I don't need themes of anything. I got it. I got it. So uh, but we have all these corks. Now, Daryl's pretty sentimental, which is why we have them. Uh, but we need a receptacle. We need something to hold them all because there's so many. And that basket that we have next to our little wine thing is full and it's starting to spill over. Well, we were at Target and they had these huge glass jar, like three feet tall. And I said, this would be perfect. We could fill it with the corks and put it in the dining room and it'll be so much cleaner. And I love it. And uh, it was a Joanna Gaines purchase. And I said, I cannot wait to tell Paula that I own Magnolia things in my house. And don't tell her what it is or she'll break it. No, I won't. I know. I'm No, I won't. Yeah, no, I I read about it this morning. Well, at first I saw it on like... um, you know, one of those uh, Facebook pages that are yeah. you know, mostly spit out like memes about funny stuff. And sure. so I'm just like, that can't be true. And so then I went to <laughs> Google and I read about it and I'm like, it's really true. I really have another baby. And I'm like, that's crazy. And she's my age. And yeah. so yeah. that's why I'm just like, dang, I'm like, I would never want to do that, you know? Well, no. So I, I'm assuming it was a planned baby, but because that, you know, at I assume it was an unexpected surprise. <laughs> I mean, at, <laughs> for sure, you know, 25, it's just, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's true, right? But anyway, yes. So it'll be interesting. This is—it's crazy though how many people announce their pregnancies, New Year's Day, and then Jessica Alba. I don't know how you how do you feel about her. I'm not really—I don't really have any feelings on her. No, I mean she's not the best actress, so she kind of just transitioned into some other thing. And her yeah. husband, obviously, she loves her husband because they've been together yeah. a long time. But he was just yeah. like some kind of production assistant. He wasn't any. Yeah, I think um, Jessica Alba is kind of like, uh, who's the one that's married to Justin Timberlake? What's her name? Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel. She's one of those girls where they kind of just kind of do things and you don't really think much of them. Um, I I know, I think you don't think Jessica Biel is all that attractive, right? I can't remember. I find her to be a bit masculine. She is a bit athletic looking for sure. Yeah. Um, Jessica Alba, I always thought was just beautiful. And um, she does not harp, harp on her Latin roots or anything like that. Um, but she's actually quite a businesswoman. And she's done yeah, she's quite well. she's got her honest company. Yeah, outside of acting, she's really successful. And anyway, she had a baby on New Year's Eve. 
She had her third baby on New Year's Eve. I didn't even know she was pregnant, but I don't follow her or anything. But I'm like, how cool to have a New Year's Eve baby. That's, <laughs> That's really kind of neat. Yeah. It's like, did she try to make it to midnight? Because <laughs> I would have. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. She, mm-hmm. I don't know. She's kind of a lay low kind of person. So yeah, she's kind of low key in the sense that she doesn't she doesn't have PR, you know, set things up at all. I mean, she kind of just lives her life. Yeah, so, no, I just, anyway. I don't see her doing anything acting anymore. So no, I think she's really all in on the business part. She's kind of like what Jessica Simpson did. Jessica dove into the shoe and purse business and stopped singing completely. Yeah. So and she's made her millions doing that. Oh so. God, billions at least. Yeah, she's so influential. Anyway, uh, and then finally, I'm only bringing this. Well, I'm bringing it up for a couple of reasons. I, <laughs> on a side note. Daryl's daughter did get engaged on New Year's, New Year's Eve. Oh, okay. Holiday. Okay. Okay. That was a few years ago. Now, as a rule, I find that lazy, but they were very young. So it was romantic to them, Mm -hmm. you know, because they're very young. But if I was 30 and I got proposed to on New Year's, I would not be a happy camper. (laughs) I'd be like, really? This is what? You know, I mean, I don't like that personally, but I also don't like Valentine's Day. Because I don't feel like you should be required to give somebody something because somebody said today's the day to do it. Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of my thinking on it. I know a lot of people don't feel that way, and that's fine. Paris Hilton went skiing to Aspen with her boyfriend. I think they've known each other for like five, four or five years. They've been dating off and on or something. Mm-hmm. But they're pretty serious. And he uh, proposed to her at the top of a mountain skiing and proposed to her on new year's day did you see that ring who didn't see that (laughs) ring like the entire state of colorado saw that ring it was crazy huge i could it looks comical it's so large that's what's crazy about it well i wouldn't take it off my finger for you know uh, looking silly but no i looked at that and and i said what i i was speechless I don't care who you are. If you showed that to me, I would marry you. I'd be like, yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. and yes. Well, I don't know what he does. You know, you, he's a an actor who does like. How does he afford that? You know, she bought that. Ring, that's right? what I'm saying. She bought that. The whole ring. thing was set up, right? That whole thing. I mean, when you think about what he does for a living and the size of that ring, that's. A, I mean, I assume it's a Harry Winston, the one. Whatever. That's what it looked like. Something, but he could probably barely buy McDonald's. I mean, in L.A., I mean, he, considering the the acting right? roles he does, he's he's like extra number two. Yeah, you know, I mean, I in in some he was movie. in a TV show, and he was in one, and he was in the updated version of It or something on the side, you know, on that show. He was like the main guy or something. I don't know. He's done a couple of things, but not enough to be able to buy the Harry Winston, the one. And I mean, and I think like the the lowest form of the Harry Winston ring, which is called the one. I think it starts at eighty grand. That ring is way more than 80 grand. So I think, well, I think it's worth like 2 million is what I understood. And there's no way that he has 2 million 
No, not for that. No way. But from what I understand, he was very traditional about how he went about it. He asked her father for mm. her hand in marriage. So I'm guessing daddy <laughs> kicked over some money. I'm sure he said, look, if you're going to marry my daughter, <laughs> you're going to need to give her some some ice. Yeah. So here you go, son. Congratulations. Take her take her off my hands, please. <laughs> yeah, because he's 32 and she's 36. It's time. She she's obviously. You think she'll have children? Oh God, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. She's hard to believe if she would. She's pretty. Well, her sister just had her second baby. Yeah, but she's not. She doesn't seem all that maternal. Like, where did all those tiny dogs go? <laughs> like, where are all of they? You know what I mean? Like, she had a lot of those. They're gone. <laughs> well, I mean, dogs so we'll don't see. live forever. Jeez. The little ones live almost, they can live like 15 years. She's, she's been in our, she's been in our peripheral for at least 15 years. Yeah. That's that original true. Chihuahua is somewhere. Not with her is my point. Anyway. Uh, so it was funny because Daryl proposed to me on a ski run. Oh. And so that's why I found that interesting. I said, oh, look, my ring did not look like that. And I did not have photographers staging my proposal for me afterwards because honestly, I was on skis when he proposed. It's like, why was why aren't they on skis? They're at the top of a ski mountain, like literally on top of a run. And they're wearing, you know, no skis. And they had like three or four different angles of the proposal. I'm like, okay. I mean, I'm not, I'm not naive. I realize it was staged. The ring is very real, though. And he probably did propose to her at some point for real. Well, maybe and he they did just... propose. And then when she said yes, you know... They redid it. And then they redid it for, you know, because it's Hollywood, you know. Right. Well, and she is Paris Hilton. She's the ultimate reality TV girl. She's going to have pictures. She's the OG. All right. We're actually almost out of time. Oh, okay. But we do need to talk about, we need a new segment for our second show. Okay. So are you asking me or are you asking you or are we asking our listeners or all of the above? Yeah, well, first, my very first thought was, listen, we're awkward, but I don't think we can do two ugly and awkward moments a week. No. It's, we're not that awkward. If we were, we would not even be doing this. No. But I was thinking, initially, I was thinking, what if we requested other people's ugly and awkward moments and we read them? Hey, that's a good idea. And I thought, we don't have... I mean, we don't have Joe Rogan audiences, so we can't necessarily we guarantee. Don't? We're- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do not have 10 million downloads a week. That's but bullshit. He has 10 million downloads. Like it's ridiculous that 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 is just insane to me. But if we combine people submitting their ugly and awkward moments, plus we go out and find ugly and awkward moments that we read about or know about from others or, you know, celebrities or musicians, you know, there's, and there's so many that happen that I wondered if maybe we could just do an ugly and awkward moment that we would classify as an ugly, awkward moment. I, we post them all the time on our Facebook. So it's possible we could, cobbled together two a week uh, to discuss and see which one we thought was more or just read read one or two a week and just say yes those we would consider those ugly and awkward moments mm-hmm. what do you think I don't know we could do that that would be good let's just try it we'll we'll, we'll solicit from listeners if they have any and if we if we consider them qualified and we'll we'll go all out this week 
about it. And then we'll see if we get any. And then in addition, we'll also survey the world of social media and see if we can find some. I know there's a lot of classic ones, you know, people falling off stages and stuff like that. It happens all the time. I remember once watching Demi Lovato literally slip and fall into a pool when she was doing a spring break once. Oh, my God. It was horrific, but it was hilarious because then she got up and started going, yeah, 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 like acting like she did it on purpose. It was so funny. <laughs> like, no, you didn't. We get it. <laughs> but no, I know. I know what I see. She is fun. I like Demi Lovato, but I did, too. Anyway, so, OK, so we'll just figure it out. We'll we'll we'll, we'll figure it out and see what it's happens. a work in progress. Work in progress. So, all right. Well, I think that wraps us up for the day and for the rest of the week. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. And hopefully it brought a little more sunshine to the middle of your week with your hump day. And uh, hopefully you go home and hump something, not your dog or anything like that. That'd be gross. Just like a pillow or something. Just, you know, a pillow, a person, girl, boy. Whatever. Hand, Pamela, whatever. Your bullets. That's always good. Please buy that bullet, girls. Yeah, not kidding. So, <laughs> it'll get you through the dry spells if you're single. That's all I'm saying. It will. I'm not joking. Mm-hmm. Okay, we will see you on Sunday. Bye. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.